Welcome to Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Well, welcome to church today. We are glad you are here. And we are doing a few things differently today. Uh, we wanted to reflect on Love Leaving Things Serve Day, which was last Saturday. And what Love Leaving Things Serve Day is an opportunity for us to get involved in different projects around the town and the surrounding areas. And we had a few projects on the go. And we all have, uh, if you bought a t-shirt, this is the t-shirt we got. And on the back it says, thank you, three of you, well done. And the reason we got the shirts was because we thought it'd be a great way for us to recognize each other as we uh, are working together. I remember the project I was involved in. I pulled up, and I saw everybody up there with their shirts on. It just looked really cool. And so we're going to hear a little bit more about Love Leamington Serve Day, what took place, and just some of the neat things that, things that took place that day. And the reason we did Love Leamington Serve Day was just to show God's love in very practical and real ways. And it's an opportunity for us to give back that way. And what's really neat about serving alongside other people and serving people in our community is they often ask the question, what are you doing this for? What's going on? And our answer and our response is simply that we're doing this to show God's love in very practical ways and can open up some doors to great conversations. So having said that, we have a few projects on the go. We're going to talk about those a little bit here. However, we have a video that was put together for Love Leaving to Serve Day. So let's just watch the video now. All right. Isn't that fun to watch that? Yeah. Great video, and we appreciate that being put together. Uh, just to give you an idea, some of the uh, things we were involved in, we had some folks go to the Shirk Center, and they cleaned out some weeds, and we had a few other projects on the go as well. We had some folks clean up a walkway in town, a few folks visit some Mennonite homes and other places as well, and a few neighborhood cleanups happened too. We heard from, from folks this morning in first service about the projects they were involved in, and at this service, we're going to hear from a few others uh, regarding the service they were involved in as well. So having said that, um, we're going to call up Hugh Carey. Is Hugh in the house? I saw him this morning, and he was... There he is. Come on up, buddy. Give Hugh a hand. So Hugh was involved in a project here in the city, and so we got a few questions for you. What was the project that you were involved in? We were, clean, we were cleaning up my neighbor's backyard. It hasn't been cleaned up in probably 10 years. Okay. And where, uh, what did you exactly do in your project? What were some of the things you did? We just simply raked the place. Okay. And it took all morning. Okay. That's a lot of leaves and stuff to rake up, eh? And dead possums. Dead possums. <laughs> you didn't keep any of those, did you? No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> now, he, he, what was the response from the people that you served? Well, that's kind of hard to say. I mean, they, uh, they were... I, I told Karen, the, the tenant in the place, that I wanted her outside with us the whole time for several reasons. And um, she was, and she worked alongside of us, and she has a boarder who came out and also worked alongside of us. Mm -hmm. And um, as we left, Karen was outside rejoicing that she could see the dirt in her backyard. Um, but what really got my attention was that um, she at one point approached one of the women in our group and what she said was I have moved to Leamington and I don't know anybody mm. and she said 
could you perhaps come and come over over and visit? And that really touched me. Um, and that to me was the high point of the day. It's amazing. We take an opportunity to serve people and it opens up a door for potential relationship. You know, and that's one of the reasons we're doing what we're doing, to show God's love in practical ways, but also to see how God opens up those relationally. And that's really amazing to hear. Now, any other good conversations that took place throughout the day, whether it's with your team or uh, the people you're serving? Well, I met a few people that I hadn't met before, and I may have seen them around. I met uh, Henry and Jake and I think it's Brendan or Brandon, the little boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we had, a, we had a good time together and uh, uh, made two trips to the dump and... Uh, we had a little chats on our own, too. Awesome. Isn't it fun going to the dump? I enjoy going to the dump, so <laughs> I do enjoy going there. Now, would you do something like this again? Absolutely, yes. Okay. okay. Very good. Well, you know, Hugh, we appreciate you and your team and the work you guys did at that neighborhood, so thank you very much. <laughs> All right, we're going to keep going with some stories from what happened that day. I'm going to call up Aggie Newfeld, please. Come on up, and uh, we're going to hear from Aggie. Hi. Hi. Good to see you. Tell us what you did. Uh, We visited the uh, residents at the Mennonite home. Okay. And what did you guys do there when you were there? Um, Well, Sarah got us together, and the kids, we all got together after school, and we made bookmarks, Mm -hmm. and we had uh, a scripture on the back, and they decorated them, put their names on them. So when we went there, we passed them out um, to all the people there. Okay. And now what was the response from the people that you're serving there at um, the home? They were very happy. They were mm. really excited to see us. Um, they were more excited to see the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some of them didn't even know what the bookmark was. Okay. So Owen did really good in explaining what it was for. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Very good. Now, do any good conversations take place of that you're aware um, of? I mean, regular conversations, yeah. good okay. conversations. Okay. A few of them tried to be funny. Yeah. Owen didn't get some of their jokes, you know. <laughs> Owen's um, her son, in case yes. you're wondering. Yes, okay. <laughs> Talking about leaving legs in drawers and things. It was a little bit off, but, okay. you know, okay. we laughed. He was like, what? <laughs> but, yeah, it was good. My kids do that all the time with my jokes, so it's okay. <laughs> so, now, would you do something like this again? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Now, what was the highlight for you personally? Um, it was probably the faces of them. Like, when we came in, they were happy, but mm. when they saw the kids, like, it was just like, oh! <gasps> And they were, yeah. yeah, their faces seeing the kids was just okay. awesome. Very good. Well, thank you, Aggie, for doing what you did with your team. We You're appreciate welcome. that. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Linda Hurst, are you in the building? There she is. She's going to come up and share a little bit about <laughs> what they were involved in. And you're, Who are you asking for? Trish? Yeah, Trish, are you here too? Trish, going once, going twice. There she comes. Hi, Trish. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Hi, Trish. I like your T-shirt. <laughs> we must have got a discount or something. Uh, tell us about the project you guys are involved in. Well, our uh, growth group went to uh, Leamington Retirement Residence, uh, which is at 1 Henry Street. Um, The reason why we decided to go there was because our good dear friend Audrey Morris just moved there a little while ago, and we thought we would love to love Leamington at Leamington Retirement Residence. So what did you guys exactly do there? Uh, We split up into groups. There were seven of us all together, and we split up into teams of two, 
and um, visited everybody in the building. Which, what was really neat was they already had it on their calendar that we were coming because yeah. I told them we were coming. So there was great anticipation. In fact, Audrey was standing at the door waiting for us okay. <laughs> when we arrived. And uh, the doors were open everywhere we went. And um, we asked if we could pray with them a little bit and invited, our, you know, invited ourselves in and then sat down and visited. And then if they would like us to pray for them, we okay. did before we left. So did any good conversations take place that day? Oh, okay. <laughs> Trisha's got a good story. Everybody's door had um, an indent at a window, and there was one room where the door was closed, and there was this ugly old chicken sitting on the window ledge, and the wing said, squeeze me, and so... Was the chicken alive? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, but like any good five-year-old, I... This reflex the sound... <laughs> I squeezed the wing, and if anybody knows the song, The Chicken Dance, from the weddings, the chicken started squawking really loud and started doing really loud, and the the place is very quiet. Uh And across the hall, this lady came out with her hands on her hips, and she was clapping her hands and laughing, and she wanted to know where the music came from, so I told her that chicken, but I'm not touching it again. And then she did... (laughs) And it started all over again, oh, and no. residents started sticking their heads out of yeah. the doors. And so when it finished, uh-huh. we and we were dancing in the hall, all of us together. What were you dancing to? What was the song called again? The Chicken Dance. Do you dance. want to show us how that goes? No. Like that. <clears throat> so when it finished, we gave her a hug, and I asked if we could come and visit with her, okay. and her eyes awesome. filled with tears, and she uh-huh. said... <clears throat> Her husband had died two weeks mm. before. <clears throat> so it wow. was, we asked if we could go in and visit with her and pray, mm. and she just talked all about Luigi and how at 85 mm. years old they were still dancing and <clears throat> loved us praying with her. And she was, so God knew we weren't supposed to visit that lady, the one lady whose door was closed, but we got to visit Maria. Very good. Now, having done this, would you do something like this again? Absolutely. I just want to add one more thing to that, too, is that um, the following morning, my sister Rosemary and um, another friend of ours go and do a Bible study Mm -hmm. at Leamington Retirement Residence. And I went into Maria's room, and she was sitting there feeling very low. Mm -hmm. And I said, would you like to come down and join us Mm -hmm. for our Bible reflections? And she said, oh, no, I don't think so today. And I said, Maria, I said, I think being with people would be really good for you today. And so she came, and she smiled, and she enjoyed our time together. So it was a connection that we were able to make that maybe would not have happened otherwise. And would we do it again? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Very good. You know what? Great, great work on that. And the practicality of it is God, God sets that up. The prayer time with somebody that needed encouragement. So we're so glad. So thanks for sharing. Just really quickly, a couple more things that had happened. Uh, we did another neighborhood cleanup, and there was some really amazing response there. Uh, we were able to pray with the owner of the house, and, uh, and that was really amazing to see that. And the team just did a great job there. And what was really great about the day, uh, there wasn't any uh, complaining or whining. It was just working hard and having fun together. And one of the things we did here at the church, we did a singles mom's oil change. And basically, people showed up here, dropped off their cars, and their cars were driven uh, to a, a car place here, a mechanical place, which I'll talk about in a second, uh, and John's Auto. And they got their oil changed there, and the ladies hung out here and just kind of hung around and had food and some really good conversations.
conversations took place there and the follow-up of that as well. So we had about 10 ladies come through and do that. Having said that, we're so grateful to John's Auto and the work they did for the oil change. Let's give him a hand, yeah. You know, their, their staff volunteered their time that day, and they did a great job, and we're so grateful for that. So uh, we're going to hear more about Love Leamington in a second and just the tie-in about serving. And one of the great things about serving is we can serve locally here in our community, which is fantastic, but we can also serve in different parts of Canada and around the world. And one of the opportunities the youth have this summer is to go on a mission trip to Montreal, and it's called SOAR. And before I call Pastor Xavier, he's going to come and share a little bit of what that's about, and then Dale from our mission team is going to come up and pray and commission the team. So Pastor Xavier, why don't you come up and give us uh, some insight of what SOAR is all about. I don't get a hand. That'd be nice. (laughs) Uh, That's fine. Hey, uh, first off, uh, if you don't know, we had a big fundraiser yesterday for the SOAR team. Uh, It cost quite a bit of money to get to Montreal and bring this whole team to Montreal. And so we had a big car wash in the yard sale. It was an awesome turnout. We had a beautiful sunny day like today. And uh, we washed over 35 cars, or close to 35 cars. It was just a wonderful day. So thank you for coming out, for supporting us, and just uh, being part of this big thing that we're putting together as a church. So uh, just before we call the team and the parents, I just want to give you a bit uh, of an overview of what SOAR is all about. Uh, So SOAR is a a yearly missions event that happens in Montreal every year. And uh, we get about, they get about 200 or so students from Canada and all over the world. And uh, it's a time when these young people are challenged, they're stretched, um, they're trained and taught to go out there and uh, share the gospel, um, uh, go out there and uh, share the good news and uh, witness to people. And on top of that, they go out there and do all kinds of projects, blessing the community, uh, just cleaning out uh, streets, parks, homes, churches, all kinds of things. And it's a real stretching time for them because uh, not many of them had a chance to go out there and do these kinds of things. And so uh, it's a real blessing for them. I think that one of the awesome things about it is that as they go and bless uh, Montreal and just all these different communities, they're also being blessed and growing and being challenged. And so I went last year and it was just an awesome time. And I'm looking forward to going with this team this year. Uh, we have six of us going. Uh, Jamie Frischen is one of the leaders and myself. And we also have uh, Brady and we have Zach and Esther and Isla and Talia and who else? I'm forgetting someone here. And Annabelle, thank you, and Annabelle. And so, yeah, we're going to ask them to come up on now, the, uh, the SOAR team and the parents, and Dale's going to come up and pray for them. So go ahead, guys, come on up. And if anybody else from the, uh, the leadership wants to come up and pray for us, just uh, come on up, please. Let's pray. God, we're so grateful for these individuals who have, been, uh, who have decided that they're going to step out on a limb for you, Lord. And we pray that you will be with them. You will protect them during their travels and during their adventures through the city and during their time as they spend time with the team and the rest of the individuals that are doing sore, Lord. We pray that you will give them strength and energy as they have to go out on the streets and talk to people who they don't know or even talk to people that they don't know that aren't on the streets, Lord. We just, we pray that they'll be bold for you. God, we pray that the Holy Spirit will guide them and the Holy Spirit will protect them, Lord. We know that the missions field is, is full of all kinds of evil forces, Lord, and we know that you are the only one that has the strength to overcome that. And we pray that that force will be with them and, Lord, that you will be with them and do everything in your power to stop those forces. 
God, we pray that they will be encouraged. Um, they won't be nervous, but they will be excited and that your will will be done with them, Lord. We continue to pray for us as a church here. We are sending them away, Lord. We're sending them out into the, the crazy world. And we pray that for us here, we will encourage them and we will pray for them as they're out there because we know that you answer the prayers that we speak, Lord. We just pray that they will all be excited and they will be prepared for whatever you have ahead of them. In your name we pray. Amen. I don't know about you, but I love seeing people get prayed for and commissioned and missions and a new staff person. I think it's really amazing when the church comes together like that. One last thing I want to refer to for Love Leaving Serve Day, I'm going to call Brent up. Uh, Brent is going to demonstrate something for us. Put it over your shoulder. It's like a fashion show this morning. What do you got there, Brent? It looks like a mat. Okay, let me give you some background. There is a lady at a church here in Saint, at St. John's Anglican. Her name is Kathy. She uh, came here on the Saturday of Love Leamington Survey and met some of the ladies here. And what she does, she makes these, ba- these mats made out of milk bags. Okay? And what's amazing is this is for people that are homeless, need a place to sleep on, they can use this mat. So Brent's going to demonstrate for us how comfortable this mat is to show us that it's a great deal. I think it takes a lot of creativity because when I look at milk bags, I just want to recycle them. But this lady took milk bags and made a mat for homeless people to sleep on. So Brent might have a nap. So how's it feel? Pretty good. Do you want to stay there for the rest of the service? Okay, come on up. The reason we want to show you this, because this is such an ingenious idea, and this is one of the ladies that came by, love leaving to serve day, and she was really excited about what we were doing as a church, and the fact that, again, she's here locally, and she's making those for people. We wanted to highlight that. Now, as we think about service and coming together, and we think about the youth team going out, and it's important to keep the youth team and other things we're doing in prayer as well. When we serve together, there's a real opportunity to come together and discover who we are in Christ. It's an opportunity to figure out what our spiritual gifts are as well, uh, to figure out how God has wired us and what we're passionate about. And that's what's really amazing about serving, is we can find out how God has wired us. The Bible talks about how the body of Christ is like the human body, and it all has different parts, and we all contribute in very different ways. There are things that I'm not very good at, like worship. You don't ever want me to lead worship ever. And there's other folks that are much more gifted than I am. And what's amazing about that, we can say that about people that we're sitting beside. We're wired differently. And what's great about serving is we know our spiritual gifts. Now, having said that, sometimes we assume a lot about our spiritual gifts. We might think we have this or we might have that. Maybe no one's ever talked to you about your spiritual gifts or what your spiritual gifts may be. And you've never gone through an assessment of what that looks like. If you're one of those people, I encourage you to find some tools online or come talk to us as a staff, and we can help you figure out what your spiritual gifts are. And another great way to figure out your spiritual gifts is ask other people what they think your spiritual gifts are because they can speak in your life. Because when we know how we're gifted, we're going to spend time in our passions. And that's a great way for the body of Christ to get built up because we've all been given different skills and abilities. And I think it's amazing, just like on Love Leamington Serve Day, people brought different gifts even to the work we were doing. You know, some people knew how to do certain things that others couldn't do, but that's the beauty of the body of Christ. Also, when we work together, it allows us to see just experiencing God's joy and obedience in our own life as well. Uh, The Bible says in 1 Peter 4.10, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others 
as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms, so that in all things God may be praised through Christ Jesus our Lord. Serving is another way to worship God. It's an opportunity to get dirty in the trenches of life by serving him. Jesus set the ultimate example of serving, didn't he? Uh, He sacrificed his life for us, and that was the ultimate service for what he did for us. He also washed the disciples' feet. He did so many other things in Scripture you can see that he put others ahead of himself. And that's one thing about serving is often we have to put other people ahead of us. And sometimes I understand serving is hard. I get it. I get it as a parent. There are times where my kids ask me for a snack and I just sat down in my chair and I'm going, are you kidding me right now? And my heart's just kind of like grumbling a little bit. Uh, but the idea of service, what's great about service is that we also become more like Jesus. We become more like Jesus because of the softening of the Holy Spirit. The more we serve, the more we will become like Christ. Because the shift and the focus is off of us and it's on Jesus. And what's great is when we serve people, and we're doing things like we did for Love Leamington Serve Day in our community. And they ask what we're doing and why we're doing it. The reason we do what we do is because we want to honor Christ and serve you as well. And that's our response as we come alongside people in our community. And it's important to think about it like that way as well, that we are serving in Jesus' name because it's an act of worship as well. You know, what's really neat about serving as well, especially with other Christians and other Christ followers, it can help us follow Jesus as well, and it can help strive community. The Bible says in Hebrews 10, spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, but encouraging one another. See, when we spur each other on to do great works for God's kingdom, we're saying, hey, come join us, go do this. We rub shoulders together. We get sweaty together. We get dirty together. We have fun together. We laugh together. And I believe that really can increase community is by serving together. Sometimes we can have a hard heart and we're just not feeling connected with God. I often find when I go serve, my heart softens up because God uses me in multiple ways to come alongside people's lives. And that's an amazing thing to think about when you think about service itself. It helps us to come alongside each other, to spur each other on. Like when we were doing the project I was involved in, the team that we did had, it was great. There was some heavy stuff we had to lift. Let me tell you. Mercy, it was heavy. And, there, and there's people that said, you got this, you got this. We're spurring each other on. It was fantastic. Nobody gave up. Nobody complained. And it was just a lot of fun because we knew that there were some things we had to get done. And there were times it was hot. We were tired. But we got through it. And that's what the body of Christ is about. And not just in spurring each other on and serving, but also when we're going through tough times. As we come together and we serve each other alongside as well. When we serve as well, we get to increase our faith. We get to see God do some tremendous thing in and through us. See, oftentimes we think God will never use me, but when we step out in faith and step out of the circle that we put ourselves in, in that box, I believe God can do some incredible things. Now, as we think about serving in the context of this church and who we are, hats off to Meadowbrook, I will say this. This church does a great job when it comes to serving. Up front, behind the scenes, practical needs, a great job. It's fantastic. And I would say this for my life. I can always up my serving quotient, meaning I can always dive more in. And as we go into a season of ministry, and as we think about the community we're living in, the question we got to ask ourselves is, is Love Leamington Serve Day just a one-off, or is it going to be a part of our DNA and part of our culture and who we are? Do we need an official day to serve? Absolutely not. And that's the heart of what we're trying to do. We're trying to encourage people to serve on a day, absolutely, so we can come together and do all the things I mentioned. But we want this to spill over into our lives 
that we serve outside of those official days as well. There's a ground swelling that happens. And we get excited about what God had done, and now we want to continue in that work as well. And as we come together and rub shoulders, it's a great way to do that. It's to serve together. And why we do it is simply because we want to honor Jesus. You know? And I admit, I've said it already, serving can be hard because we're stretched, aren't we? We're always doing something. There's a lot going on in our life. We're busy. Our schedules are busy. But I often ask myself the question, what am I prioritizing in my life? What's really important? What am I really going to put my heart and life into? And if I look at my schedule, my schedule often will dictate what's priority to me. And that's for every single one of us. And often I've heard, and it's not always the case, but people will say, I don't necessarily have the time or the energy to serve. And I get that. I absolutely get that. Yet at the end of the day, if we can look at our lives as a sacrifice for the kingdom and to help other people, the investment of that is huge. One of the ladies that we helped, uh, that we talked about in the first service, she's going through some tough times. And she's a single mom. She's got six kids. And the house we worked at, it was, she was really blessed by that. And we had an opportunity to pray, for her as, pray with her as well. But what's really great about that is we took time on a Saturday, like most of you did that day as well, to come serve her. And the investment in her spirit and her life was worth it. And that's what serving is about as well. It's about investing in other people too. As you think about that in your life and in my life as well, how can we serve in ways that God's calling us? And I talked about this morning in first service. I'm going to mention it here as well. The bottom line of all of this is this idea is we serve together for God's kingdom. And service may look differently. It might be a lovely serve day. It might be stuff you're already doing we're not aware of, and that's fantastic. And we want to continue to do that. But as we serve and we sacrifice ourselves, we are called to lay something on the altar, which means this. Sometimes in our Christian faith, if we're really honest, we want to be comfortable. We don't want to stretch ourselves. We want to take the easy way out. We want to take the easy road. But when I look at the scriptures and I look at the Bible, I see many men and women that took the hard road, that were called to something greater than themselves. And some of them were afraid to do it. Moses is a great example. No, I can't do it, God. I don't have the skills. I don't have the ability. I do not want to do it. And yet he did it. And what did God do? He honored him and he used him mightily to do some unbelievable work. Now, I don't know where you are in your life and your journey right now, but if God has put something on your heart and he's asking you to step out to serve him, and it's something that makes you feel a little uncomfortable, makes you kind of go, well, I don't want to necessarily go through that because it could be really challenging. See, at the end of the day, we've got to ask ourselves the question, are we willing to do it or not? And if we're not willing to do it, why not? As we get older and as we go through life, we can look at our life story and we can have a lot of regrets. And we can have a lot of things in our life. We go, oh, I shoulda, woulda, coulda when God called me, but I didn't do it. And maybe that's you this morning. Maybe you've come today and God is pushing you towards something that makes you stay up at night. It causes you to be nervous. It causes you to be scared. But God's saying, you got to do it. You got to do it. It's a leap of faith, isn't it? It's a leap of trusting Jesus with everything in our life. Not just trusting with the easy things, but trusting with the difficult things as well. You know, we moved here almost a year ago from Calgary to come and take this position at this church. And I remember living in Alberta, and, we, and this, this came on our radar to come to Ontario. That was a huge move for us because we left family and friends out there to come out, west, out, out east here. And we don't regret it. We love being here, absolutely. But as I think about the journey we've been on as a family, that was a big sacrifice for us. 
And we made other sacrifices in our life as well, and so have you. But maybe today you've come to a place where you've just been hesitating on serving ultimately Jesus in many different ways. And he may be saying, I need you to step out, and the time is now. I was talking to somebody this morning after first service. They were in the same boat. They are just feeling like God is pushing them, but they're scared to do anything. But now they're going to take that step because they feel like enough is enough, enough hesitation. And that works in all, all parts of a life. But ultimately, guys, as I mentioned before, when we serve, we're worshiping Jesus. And that includes stepping out into places where he's calling us to go, and it's uncomfortable. That includes maybe talking to our neighbors that don't know Jesus. Maybe it's befriending somebody. Maybe it's a, a job change. Maybe it's a move to a different place. I don't know what the blank is for your life. You can fill that yourself. But maybe God's saying, now it's time. See, I think oftentimes in the church, as a general comment, not just for us, but as a general universal comment for the church, we can become way too comfortable, and it becomes all about us. It all becomes about me. It all becomes about how much knowledge I can get, how much I can get fed. It's me, me, me. And the unfortunate thing about that kind of thinking, Jesus didn't model that. He modeled it's about someone else, always. Now, is it easy? Absolutely not. However, sometimes we get so focused on our own stuff, our own needs, our own desires to build ourselves up, that we forget there's other people that we need to serve as well. And I want to encourage you as a church and as we come together that we can do this thing. We can continue to do this together because we're in this together. I'm not in this alone. I don't feel alone in this, and neither should you. As you think about serving the kingdom of God, because that's what it's about. It's not serving Meadowbrook Church. It's about serving the kingdom of God. Is God challenging you and stretching you and say, no more, step out and let me show you what he can do in your life. Because I believe wholeheartedly that when we step out and let Jesus lead us fully in every aspect of our life, as challenging as it is sometimes, I believe miracles will take place. I believe God will use us in ways we could never, ever imagine. And that's an incredible thing, isn't it? It's to have the, the God of the universe direct every step of our life. And I encourage you to keep looking at that. And as we, as we think about serving, uh, not just here at Meadowbrook, but also in our surrounding areas. I'm going to call the worship team to come on up. As we dive into our last song this morning, uh, and if you come here today and you're at that place, you're at a crossroads in your life, you're at a place where you got to make a decision. But there's something holding you back. If that's one of you today, or there's something else going in your life that ties into what I'm talking about, if you want to talk with anybody or pray with anybody, some of us will be available because we want you to leave this place. And if you've come with a burden in your spirit, we want you to leave like you felt encouraged and you got support because serving is an important thing and we serve each other like that as well. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for the fact that we can come together and spur each other on towards loving good deeds and that we don't give up meeting together, but we encourage one another, God. Thank you that you can do much more in our lives than we can ever imagine. And Lord, as we think about that in our life, as we think about serving, as we think about stepping out in a place that you're calling us to go that might make us feel super uncomfortable, God, I pray that you give us the courage to do so. And so, Lord, for those who have come today that are at the crossroads of life, trying to figure out what to do as you're urging them in their spirit, Jesus, I pray that you give them the courage they need and the strength and the wisdom. So, Lord, thank you for this time, and thank you that uh, 
you have set the ultimate example for service, that you died on the cross for us and that you gave your life for us. And we're so grateful that we can have a relationship with you, that we call you our Lord and our Savior. We ask this in Jesus' name. pray. Jesus, thank you that you conquered the grave, that you are mighty to save. And as we dive into this week, Jesus, we ask that you would go ahead of us, prepare us for conversations that we're going to have with people, put people in our life that are far from you that we can encourage and come alongside. Help us, Lord, to look outside of ourselves and to serve people. Thank you for the church and the heart of this church and for the people of this church. And God, thank you for using this church to further your kingdom. We're grateful and we're humbled by that. And so, Jesus, we ask that you would be glorified in all things. Thank you for each person today that has come. And we ask, Jesus, that you bless our week. Give us wisdom. Give us courage. Give us strength. In the power, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Have a great week, Meadowbrook.